And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Uh, I hope you're watching the uh, video version of the show. I'm going to just adjust the levels right here <laughs> as I talk. Uh, I was dancing, and it was, it was the most enjoyable thing that I've done for this stupid show. Uh, listen, this is the Constitutionals Podcast, uh, C-Plus Comedy's website. This is where I post stuff. <laughs> Well, I gave an explanation, 112 episodes in. Um, last night, I went to, this is a very late episode. Not very late. Not as late as last week's. Last week's came out on Monday. This is a late episode. Uh, last night, I went to a friend. My friend's uh, con- my friend had a little uh, uh, performance. Uh, if you, if, as you know, I have a lot of talented friends. They're all in the, in the music, though. They all, they all want to do music. They're rappers, singers. That, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I just hit the mic. That's pretty much it. Uh, I was invited by one set friends. One set friends. <laughs> he was going to be performing a, a performing a rap show, a rap show, for uh, I guess V one hundred three. They held it at some place in uh, the tippy top of Sandy Springs. the The address says Atlanta, Georgia. It is the tippy top of Sandy Springs. And if you are, if you know the Atlanta area, Sandy Springs is not Atlanta. It's thirty minutes that way. <laughs> Wait, that way. <laughs> I pointed straight up. <laughs> well, I meant straight up for north. Anyway. I went, and there. And first of all, I showed up extremely early. He said the show starts at seven, so I said, "All right, you know what? I'll be thirty minutes late. I'll leave here. I'll leave work early. I'll do this. I'll go grocery shopping early. Do all this stuff. I leave. I get there at seven thirty. It's not even doing it. He's not like they're not performing yet. I send him a message. I go, "What are you performing?" He goes, ten thirty. <laughs> and I go, "Why would you tell me it starts at seven o'clock?" So I decide. So I decide to go to uh, the. There's a dollar theater that I I grew up in the area. So there's a dollar theater I went to. I saw. Uh, you know, it's very funny. I don't. I, I I have said this before. I had stopped seeing superhero movies, and then I go see. You know, in the past, in the calendar year, I think in a year, I've seen uh, that Avengers that came out last year. I saw uh, Aquaman. I saw Captain Marvel. I hadn't seen. <laughs> I just really, I need to stress. I hadn't seen a superhero movie for like three years, for exactly three years. And then, you know, all these movies, you know, of course, the the more they come out, you know, and people just want to see them. And I've just seen four or five, and Deadpool too. Uh, so I've seen four or five in the past in the in the past two years. Insane. Any Hoosers, uh, I won Justice League. So that's six. Jesus. Uh, so anyway, um, so I so I go see this movie. I see Captain Marvel. Uh, great. There's no love story. I had a good time. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff where it's like I'm a girl, I'm a woman, and I'm better than men. A lot of that stuff we can do without that stuff. If you're gonna be better, then just be better. Don't just say you're gonna be better. So anyway, a lot of that stuff. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, it's not. It's it's people were laughing at these jokes. They were laughing hard. Like this was uh, an actual comedy, like Blockers or Game Night that came out last year. <laughs> Now those are comedies, and uh, no one. When I saw it in the movie theater, there was like three people total, and, people, and they were barely laughing. At it. And I thought those comedies were great, but these people just laugh at superhero movies like, like they're uh, like they're Abbott and Costello, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> My references are very old. So, uh, so I so I see this movie, and then I drive back. I get back to the to the venue. And uh, it's a bar restaurant, so I get back to the bar restaurant, and there's no parking. Uh, when I got there earlier, there was no parking, and so this time there's definitely no parking. 
So I get in there and I see two people I know. And, and then also I see the guy who's going to be rapping. So that was great to see. But two people I know were dating each other. So they were on each other all night long, which means I was standing by myself in this crowd of people. Uh, I didn't want food or drinks or anything. So I just stood there. They had uh, the basketball game on game four of the NBA finals. Uh, with Toronto and the um, uh, Golden State Warriors. So I watched that. I watched uh, what's his name, Francis or Frank. He hit his. He got hit in the head, and his eye started bleeding. So I watched that. I remember that part very vividly. Uh, so the so like I said, it was a showcase. I don't know if I said this. It was a showcase for uh, the radio station V one hundred three, and apparently do this like once a month or something like that. But. Uh, so we watch a couple of people perform and it's loud. People are talking, you know, a lot of people aren't paying attention sometimes. And then eventually gets to, to my friend, to this guy. And I think I don't, and I don't want to exaggerate and I don't want to just say, just cause he's my friend, I'm being nice or anything, but we get to him and everybody just kind of focuses on him. <laughs> like I couldn't tell, like for the first day, for the first guy that, that went up, uh, around 1030, that person was you know the the bar was like hey what is this this guy's rapping and singing and stuff so let's pay attention to him and then the next two people it was kind of moot and then it got to my friend drew and everybody just kind of went all right well <laughs> we're watching this guy now so that's great that's pretty good that if you can just draw a crowd uh given that he probably knew a lot of them but still uh <laughs> including me and two other people <laughs> and and then another person that we knew um he performed it was great uh, it's very strange to want to be me <laughs> to uh work now officially finally work uh a steady job in the television industry knock on wood jesus knock on wood <laughs> to, to work a steady job in the television industry and to have been doing so you know uh at two previous jobs and also a bunch of like small little gigs like to to be in this industry for so long and then you know and want to write and want to do this stuff but then also see these people who you know play music and they're they actually make decent music and it's good music and enjoyable music and you know you, i like i see them doing that and i'm just i'm just goblin like hey let me let me write tv shows i want to i want to make jokes it'll be funny like, oh. <laughs> you know apparently i'm french in that too it's just it's just good to see that uh, these people are excelling. I got uh, Drew, I got Sway Cassidy, which is two of my friends, and uh, just a, a bunch of other people. Not not Houston, but a bunch of other people just doing this great stuff. And then me, I'm, I'm like, please read my script that I worked on for three months. It's about it. No, I don't want to talk about what my things are about when they're not made yet. Anyways, let's get on with this show. How long How long have we been talking? Seven minutes, Jesus. All right, let's get on with this. Uh, there have been more layoffs at Vice Media. This comes from Variety. Apparently, I pulled the, uh, the mobile version of this story, so that's going to be kind of hard to see. Let's see if I can take out the mobile part, and it pulls out the regular story. Two of the uh, top digital editors. All right, let's just read this uh, thing. This is from Todd Spangler, my good friend. <laughs> Vice Media lays off uh, two top digital editors, uh, names, wait, names, new senior team. Oh, it's been updated. Uh, so Vice Media had a bunch of a shakeup. There's been a bunch of uh, people being laid off. They've they're they're focusing. They're trying to they're trying to narrow their uh, not search. They're trying to narrow what they do. There's a there's a shift towards video, mostly video for Vice, uh, which is the same thing for every other news outlet because people can't read. There's a shift towards video 
uh, for Vice, and it's really becoming apparent because they're taking all those sister sites and really narrowing them down, and they're they're make, they're called verticals, I think, and they're just trying to pare them down to something else. Uh, and Vice is now laying off two of the top editors. The Vice.com editor-in-chief, Jonathan Smith, and managing editor, Rachel Schlom. I was going to say that sounded Jewish, but also that would be kind of racist. <laughs> I said it anyway. Anyway. <clears throat> Erica Allen is uh, the New York... What? Okay, Erica, Erica Allen, who recently who was already part of the team. She's rejoined the team. Again, she left and she was working for New York Magazine, working for The Cut. And now she's rejoined the company as executive managing editor. And uh, she'll, be, she'll be reporting to Katie Drummond, a former top editor at The Outline, and Gizmodo, who joined Vice as senior VP of digital in March. Derek Mead is joining his executive. Uh, wait, nope. Derek Mead is the executive editor of Global. He's expanding his duties to oversee the creation of a new features and investigations desk, as well as oversee technology, gaming, and oh my god, that's <laughs> ooh Jesus. <laughs> He's a. I know executive editors have to do a lot. Uh, I, I watch a lot of IG. I listen to. I don't watch. I don't watch stuff. I listen to a lot of IGN podcasts and. Um, the, and you hear the executive editors sometimes uh, talk talk about their duties or talk about what they've done. It's a executive editor is a pretty hard job. A pretty hard, it's a very hard job. You've got to you got to manage all of these uh, sections of like a website or a paper or whatever a new uh, a news organization, and uh, it's it's insane what they have to do, but they manage to do it. Uh, so yeah, I was just talking about all the verticals that they changed and stuff like that. Uh, Vice was devalued again. <laughs> I don't want to say it was devalued. Uh, yeah, Disney wrote off five hundred and ten million dollars of the value. Yeah, it was devalued uh, uh, of its effective twenty one percent stake in Vice Media, indicating that Vice is worth much less than five point seven billion dollar valuation that it had uh, a couple of years ago. That was also helped by Disney. This is just Disney trying to that that devaluation was Disney trying to make up money from when it bought Fox, uh, and also Vice is garbage. All they do is talk about weed and <laughs> weed, and uh, that's pretty much it. You gotta, I the, I really like Vice, and but I, I I like their shows, Vice News Tonight. I like Vice on HBO. I like uh, when Daisy Samara were there. I liked that, but. When when you when you when you start a TV channel, which you don't need because you already have a fledging YouTube page and a fledging website, you don't need a TV channel. You just really did not need that. I know you had the chance to buy it. You don't need it. If I I have a chance to if I have a chance to buy uh, a 4K TV for two thousand dollars and I have two thousand dollars, but my rent is fifteen ninety, it doesn't make sense for me to <laughs> go. I got to buy this TV and then I'll make and then the next paycheck I'll get I'll pay for rent. No, it doesn't make sense for me. Just just save the money and 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 use it elsewhere. Uh, but I mean, Vice really has a lot to offer. But when they they only focus on uh, weed, and this is going to sound negative, they only focus on feminism. But you've got to open up everything. You know, IGN they do. I hate to just talk about IGN, but IGN does. Uh, they were a video game website, and then they opened up to entertainment. So they're talking about all of TV. There's reviews for Game of Thrones. There's reviews for uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, but uh, it does. 
I don't have to, I don't go to the site for reviews of entertainment stuff, but a lot of people do. They get a lot of clicks from that stuff. I just go for video game stuff. You got to be able to expand your horizons while also managing to cater to the original audience. And that was a punk rock magazine and talking about weed all the time is not going to put you in the same space you were 12 years ago. Vice? Jesus. All right. Anyway, all I had to say is, Vice, get your stuff together. Because Vice News Tonight, great. If you would have told me three years ago that Vice was making, on top of doing the documentaries for HBO, they're also making a daily news show four to five de- five days a week, and now they're on their thousandth episode, I would have been. I would have said no. I would have thought, no, Vice can't do that. Anyway. What they should have done, and I don't know how much, how if this was possible, they should have just made those shows, the Action Bronsons, Action Bronsons, a couple of shows for Viceland, um, and the shows about the uh, the directors, and then the therapy show. They should have done all of those shows for the web. And I don't know if they, I don't know if getting the television network, if that was, if that was helping them. And that was getting them the actual money to make those shows, but I really, tr- I think that that's that's the direction they should have gone. Uh, much like Apple, <laughs> much like Apple, they should just produce shows in conjunction with everybody else. Imagine having a Vice branded show on FX. Like the um, New York Times just started the Weekly for FX, so that show is in conjunction with FX and Hulu. Obviously, FX is owned by 20th Century Fox, which is now owned by Disney, and Disney now owns Hulu. <laughs> but they, but those, that's working in tandem. They, should, the Vice should have just gone FX and said, because John Landgraf will do anything. Joe Vice should have gone. He really, really could have gone to FX and said, "Hey, let's do a news show." Then they could have the weekly, which is the New York Times show, and then they could also have uh, their own Vice, like uh, an Action Bronson show or an investigative journalism show from uh, some Tyler the Creator. I don't know whoever they want. That's what that that's the area they should have gone. Speaking of which, the the weekly started this past Monday. Uh, it's good, or I think it airs on a Sunday. I'm not entirely sure. It's good. I like it. Uh, it's it's an investigative news show where they cover one or two stories, and it seems like they're going to follow. And I think it's weekly, so it's going to be once a week. It's called the weekly. <laughs> it's like the daily their their other show, the podcast. Um, it's fine. I like it a lot. Uh, I re- I will I will watch it. It's not fine. It's good. I like it a lot. I will watch it every single week. I uh, you know it's 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 on par what you expect from other from New York Times. Uh, but speaking of the daily. I was just saying this, if, if Trump hadn't been elected, would so they had, so Michael Barbaro hosted a show for New York Times called The Run-Up, and, you know, that was, I think that was like a bi-weekly show, so twice a week we were listening, I think, I don't remember, but we were listening, you you know, they had episodes, you know, a lot, and they were often, and he, and he talked to people talking about the 2016 presidential election and everything up until, and after the election, again, 2016, and he and that show would, did so well, and the New York Times kind of just said, "Let's just do." Well, I don't know what they said, but a, the Daily was born from the run-up because I remember the last episode, of the run-up. Michael Barrow said, "And now we will be if you just subscribe to this show, the Daily, we will be talking about and <laughs> doing daily episodes of the podcast." Uh, I wonder. I wonder if if uh, Trump wasn't elected, we would be 
we would have the daily. I wonder, like, a, for a lot of things. <laughs> you know, would Stephen Colbert still be hosting <laughs> late night? Would, uh... Would uh would would he would he be beating rating uh Jimmy Fallon in the ratings and would that be a whole issue like would would Jimmy Fallon still be winning because we're just because late night was just a fun times until you know 2016, uh so speaking of which another thing <laughs> I read I listened to an interview with James Corden oh no I read an interview with James Corden on uh Vulture I believe and he said that they asked him about uh, his renewal, his contract renewal for the Late Late Show is coming back. And he said, because I think he's on his, he's he's going into his fifth year. So uh, he kind of passively said that he's kind of done doing the show, which is amazing, which is a, a cool thing to say for a late night host. Because usually a, a late night host, you're supposed to be in that job for 20 years. Conan's been doing it for 25 or 26 because he's the show's as old as I am. Uh, so he's been doing it for 26, 25 years. Uh, Fallon's been doing it for a long time. Uh, Colbert's been doing it for a long time. John Stewart did it for a long time. There's not a lot of women in this. So uh, <laughs> Joan Rivers did it for a minute. Um, but you're not really supposed to be, you're not, like, as a late night host, you're just kind of, especially in America, you're expected to just do a show for for until you're tired. Until, you, until you're until retired. Not, excuse me, not until you're tired. Uh, and he kind of just hinted at saying, like, man, if the show's, if, if I'm, if I'm, I'm kind of done doing the show. If the show's over, then you know what? Whatever. He doesn't really care. He wants. To, he has so much other things he wants to do. He's he's shooting cats with Taylor Swift and <laughs> with all these other people. And Taylor Swift. Uh, there. He's he wants to do musicals. He wants to go back home to London and visit and do stuff there. And uh, they're bringing back the wrong man's. It's it's crazy. That guy's really busy. And I just and hearing that, I gained like before. I'm not gonna lie. I what I was not feeling him. Uh, that show because I was just so sick of you know it just felt like easy jokes and and the uh, and the audience is just kind of sucks <laughs> but but you know hearing that I just think wow yeah he's right he's like I have so much respect for him for just saying that like I'm just done doing the show That's, it makes sense and also I like his writers there's a lot of writers on that show that are very good Demi uh, did you eBay uh, of course I can't remember anybody else now. Anyway, I think Eliza Skinner was on that show, she, but now she's doing Drop the Mic. I think. I don't know. All right, moving on. <laughs> How long is this? 18 minutes. <clears throat> I should have drank some water before this. All right, this comes from Variety. Brian Lang, Justin Kroll, J.J. Abrams, New Mega Deal, Warner Media, Apple Lead the Race. Uh, I think I talked about this a couple of months ago. J.J. Abrams is one of the most, if not the most sought after producers and directors in Hollywood. Um, let's see. Turn off the mic for that one. Uh, yeah, they just, uh, he's a lot of people, you know, he has a, all right, so he has a bunch of deals already in place, but those deals are coming up with Warner Brothers Television, which is now Warner Media. Uh, he has a deal with them that's ending with, from Bad Robots, uh, Bad Robot, that's ending this year. Disney, he already has uh, a relationship with, you know, so they're, everybody's just trying to fight with him. They're trying to contend and see, hey, we're, they're saying, hey, we got the best. We can give you the most money and the most artistic freedom. I don't think he should go with Disney. I think that's a bad idea because seeing what they've done with, and I'm not a fan of Star Wars, but seeing that how... How they want they have a specific they have a specific vision for Star Wars, and that vision 
uh, does not fit everybody. As you see, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. <laughs> yeah, Phil Lord and Chris Miller. <laughs> I know a guy named Phil Miller. So <laughs> I went to school with a guy named Phil Miller. Uh, I don't know him anymore. <laughs> but Phil Lord, Chris Miller, you know, they were fired off of, I guess, Solo. And then Ron Howard came and picked up the, the whatever Disney wanted. Uh, so I don't, yeah, I think he's just, he should avoid Disney. Um, Comcast is courting him. Uh, which is universal. Um, let's see. It says insiders at Disney and Comcast have begun to sense that Abrams will be taking his talents elsewhere. Yeah. Despite the fact that both companies offer them theme park opportunities that are unmatched. I don't know. I, I think he wants to do more things like Cloverfield. I don't, I couldn't, I, I really honestly don't know what to say about him, but he, I think he wants to do a little bit more ambitious things versus being tied into a reality that exists, which was Star Wars, uh, which is, you know, properties that people own, that other people own. So we'll see what happens with that at the end of the year or sometime in the next couple of months. Uh, Disney has a launch pad thing where if you have a short, then you submit it. And uh, this is a new this is a new story. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you have a short, you submit it and uh, they, then you can work with Disney for a couple of months um on making this thing and is this is a look this is a a way to diversify directors um i don't know if this is going to work we all know we all know how this diversity thing in hollywood works there's not much uh swamp thing was canceled uh yes this will be the last story i had one more thing i wanted to do but i'll save that for next week because i would need stuff for next week uh D- dc swamp thing was canceled it was on dc universe if you don't know what swamp thing is it's about um a, a mystical swamp creature that, that i think was a man before and and uh it was canceled the show was he, and he protects the swamp that's essentially what it does uh and he's canceled the show is canceled and it's not because it was it was quote unquote bad uh the show actually got praise it got rounding praise rounding Rounding? Rousing? Rousing praise? I think it's rounding praise. I'm not going to look it up. I'm typing down the uh, the title of this episode. <laughs> it got... it. People liked it. <laughs> you know, the, the Rotten Tomato scores and quotes is 91%. Everybody loves that show on DC Universe. Uh, it was canceled for a different reason. Because there were tax breaks. The, the, there's a tax break that was uh, misjudged by North Carolina where the show is shot and they promised one thing they couldn't come up with it they met, they they went they reneged on that and said hey listen we actually meant this thing this comes from comicbookmovie.com uh written by Mark Cassidy swamp thing has been canceled by DC universe less use less than a week after it premiered and that's the, and 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 here's the here's my issue with the story that every single article I've seen, every single writer I've I've seen write about this story, they mention that it's been less than a week, and they make it seem like the show is bad, which it is not. Uh, Titans Titans is apparently loved, and it got a second season. Doom Patrol is loved way more than Titans, and Titans is really loved, and now Swamp Thing is really loved, and it's and these the the writers for these the journalists for this web for these websites think that that's the story less than a week less than a week no that's that's the salacious part of it uh swamp thing canceled due to tax break problems <laughs> that's the story and i can and that's what you can get behind 
the show was already had a reduction episode count from 13 to 10, uh, which blank, uh, which reportedly occurred because of creative differences relating to how the first season wrapped up. The completed episodes will air, but the rest will not return. The, every, no one will return. Uh, okay. Now this. Now, if you click on there's a there's a guy who's who's uh, who has a source from the show, and he's he's linked at the bottom of this. He has he's on Twitter. Uh, okay. So here's a this is from Josh Goulson Golson from at Golson. He's verified, so don't worry. Uh, here's his Twitter. Here's his Twitter thread. North Carolina promised a $40 million tax rebate due to a paperwork error they were a, unable to deliver. That was roughly half the proposed budget for season one, which is estimated at $80 million. These show, superhero shows in particular are very expensive to make. They have all these CGI elements. Uh, just look at Daredevil. Look at uh, Luke Cage. I've never seen that episode of that, but I assume it's CGI heavy. Look at Luke Cage, look at Supergirl, look at Flash. You know, a lot of times the heroes just won't do heroing, and it's because there's uh, probably not room in the story for it, but also be money. There's a money issue. Uh, more tweet, this is second, third tweet. When North Carolina discovered the error, they, cor- they corrected. Uh, it's mean they corrected. WB shut down production, realizing they'd be taking a bath on the rebate and paying for far more of it than assumed. The adjusted number for North Carolina is something like fourteen million. <laughs> Jesus, oh my God, fourteen million! I didn't see that third tweet, but that's crazy. Uh, what happens is when a when 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 a production company or what a studio wants to make a show inside of a like inside of a a, a, a tax favorable state then a, the state in favor of that of them getting publicity and getting uh, like visitors and and bringing job and this company bringing jobs to the state the state will say we'll give you a, a company a certain amount of money um georgia does it which is why a lot of people shoot things in georgia i think new york has a favorable tax rate i want to say Colorado does too. California, obviously, New York State, I believe, as well. Um, Florida, Alabama, obviously, the Carolinas. And there's a lot. There's a lot of different states. That have, I did a story on news time for this. That's the reason I know this stuff. Um, so those, so you know, and and the states, you know, they vary, just like insurance premiums. <laughs> Who I'm the only person in the world that ever related that <laughs> this is the insurance premiums. I'm the only person in the world talking about this. Um, so if I want to shoot a show in Georgia, uh, which I won't because of the heartbeat bill, <laughs> very topical. Uh, <laughs> is anyone listening to this show? Uh, no, <laughs> yeah, I've seen the numbers <laughs> too high, but also too little. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if I want to shoot a show in Georgia. They and I and I and my budget for the show, you know, as a studio is a hundred dollars. And this is these are just wow. Okay, you know, let's put it into actual. And my budget for and I and you know, we estimate the budget is going to be forty million dollars. We say forty million dollars, and then uh, Georgia says, "Hey, we'll take care of forty five percent of that." And then we'll also give you money back as well. Uh, so we'll pay for it. And then we'll also, and then for shooting here, we're also going to give you some money back. I'm doing this wrong, but that's how it is. That's only how it is. 
Uh, there's not going to be a season two because it's too expensive, all this stuff. Uh, people are just, they're, they're focused on the wrong thing. They're focused on it getting canceled after, after one episode aired. They need to focus on it was canceled because North Carolina is full of a bunch of numb idiots. I'm going to say, I wasn't saying numb nuts, but then I realized, I don't know if that's, you know, this is a clean show. (laughs) So, but Hey, listen, I mean, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough. This, this industry stuff is tough and you never know what's going to hit you. Listen, I'm wrapping up the show. I'm hungry. <laughs> it's Saturday. I got it. I got stuff to do. I don't. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head on over to the website, suplexcomedy.com, uh, where one day it will be updated. Right now it is not for reasons that are in my control. Follow us on Twitter at Uh Oh, no. Wait, head on over to the website. <laughs> Tell your friends, subscribe, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, and Spotify, and anywhere you get your podcasts, just subscribe. Um, if you want to watch a video version of the show, head on over to youtube.com slash comedy. You can see me standing in my closet, and I don't know if you can hear the rain outside, but it's raining hard, baby. The lights are flashing in and out, and it sucks. It sucks. All morning, the lights were flashing in and out. The PS4, my PS4, which I keep on uh, on a uh, sleep mode, it just turned off. The Xbox was shorted out, so I had to unplug it and plug it back in. Uh, you know, inconvenient. I'm, I was cooking, cooking on my food for next week, and it, Jesus. Anyway, but I love the rain. Uh, listen, you can also watch on YouTube.com/slash/EaglesComedy News Time, which is the premier news show for the website. It's a weekly news show. Really good, really fun, really cool. Uh, it's like a daily show, except less funny. Just take one topic and we just talk about it. I talk about it. And I do. It's whatever. <laughs> and uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, at Seabless Comedy. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Chat Black White. I don't post. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>